0: You're listening to Nothing Required, and I'm your host, Sarah Ann Rogers. This podcast is specifically crafted for the woman from whom life requires a lot, and if that's you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My deepest hope is that you walk away from this podcast feeling encouraged, seen, and a little bit more light wherever you are in your life. I know that you must be carrying so much You might be carrying a lot of people's lives as well. So I hope that this really just meets you where you are, helps you take a deep breath, and for just a few minutes that you can feel that nothing is required from you here and now. Now, I would love to connect with you. You can find my website at sarahannrogers.com you may also email me at hello at Sarah Ann Rogers. I would love to hear from you for a couple of different reasons. First, I'm really interested in getting to know you guys. And second, I have made the decision that for the time being, I am taking a long, long, possibly permanent hiatus from social media. The only sad part is that I won't be able to connect with you guys there But this does open up a great opportunity to connect with you more interpersonally and more over email. I also have a newsletter that you may sign up for at sarahannrogers.com. At the end of this episode and every episode, we have a mini meditation that you can take with you for the rest of your week. This is truly just to help us focus in on one truth. For again, if you are a woman from whom life requires a lot, carrying lots and lots and lots of truths right now might be difficult, but one is always doable. So without further ado, let's get started. I had a lot of intentions for the beginning of this year, as I do every year. I love new beginnings. I love fresh journals. I like setting goals and casting vision and imagining solutions for all the things we might face. And as it does every single year, life continues on unencumbered by these new visions for how things will be. Life doesn't take note as I now try to force this new perspective and reality onto it. Neither does my home or my family or my body. They're all still here moving along at their own pace. I'm still here. Before this takes a sad turn, I want to say that I can already feel the effects of all the new things I've implemented. I really can. Just because life doesn't make it easy doesn't make discipline less important. In fact, I know we can agree that this fact actually makes discipline more important. Yet, if your life is anything like mine seasons will shift without your permission you think you have a plan for things to work or even that your plan is currently working and then kids will start getting up with you no matter how early you rise or the requirements of your job start to change or the pandemic moves things around yet again or you might face grief or disappointment or your health won't cooperate. And you will feel the weight of things not working out as you intended or hoped, in whichever way you feel that sort of thing. I feel a pendulum that swings from shameful to discouraged. But you might feel angry or numb or really determined to put things back to rights. I can also feel that. You might try to fill your schedule with things that make it seem like everything is actually great and fun and lay a blanket over the hard things as much as possible. We all have our own coping mechanisms. And disappointment is all right. It is natural. It can spur us on to change or pray or grieve or reach out. All healthy things. But I want to extend permission to do something in the midst of wherever you are, whatever your season looks like, however things may or may not be working out. And that permission is to enjoy exactly what is. I'm not talking about the enjoying that looks like those coping mechanisms we just discussed. That's fine too, but that usually looks like rushing past the now to get to a better spot in the future. No, what I'm talking about is fully sitting in the moment and enjoying whatever there is to currently be enjoyed. Not every season of my life has been joyful naturally. Many times, I have been more tired than I'd like to be, and I have often honestly felt creatively or vocationally, quote, unfulfilled. I'm really grateful to get to stay home with my children, which is what I do full-time, yet I don't know if I'm a natural at all those things it requires. I forget to bring snacks to parks. I talk to my kids like adults. I get overstimulated super easily, and I'm at my best when I have hours to process and be by myself and read and recharge, and any mom of little children who stays home with them knows that that is laughable. To know that my best self is when I have a lot of time by myself, that is very incongruent with my actual life. Yet here I have been in this space for almost nine years, day in and day out. Postpartum depression and moving across the country and anxiety or or exhaustion and doctor's appointments or consistently feeling just a little bit out of my element. That's all been characteristic of my life. And yet I can look back in joy on so many moments. I think that is the gift that God gave me in the hardest of seasons. Somehow, I was loving so much about the life I was living, even if I wouldn't have ever, ever, ever scripted it to turn out the way it has. Perhaps it's just in my romantic nature to be desperate for finding beauty in this very regular life that I do lead. Your story is surely different than mine. You have your own things you've had to push through, and you've had your own plot twists. You have your own way of responding as well. But for this moment, I wanted to take a minute to lend you my overly sensitive, hopeless romantic nature and tell you once again you have permission to find joy in your current situation. Whatever it looks like, there is joy. And goodness and beauty to be found. I want to encourage you to be willing to be a champion of these things in your present, day-to-day, regular life. Be willing to work to find them. Be willing to work to find beauty in the life that you lead. In your mornings, in your midday, in your evening. Be willing to try super hard to enjoy what actually is your actual life. Whether that's getting off social media, journaling, starting a gratitude list, or really just shifting the way that you speak about your life. Watching the adjectives you use. Maybe saying hard, but also really good, maybe teaching yourself to look for joy, to hope for joy in the life that you are currently leading, not in the one that you anticipate will come, not in the goals that you set, but in the day that you are currently given. For as much control as we are given, We really, really don't know what tomorrow will look like. So we have this great gift of today. And what a shame if we can't find a way to enjoy it. In the Bible, Paul the missionary says this in a letter to the Corinthian church. He had led them. He had started this this group of people. And so he was writing a letter to them and he was encouraging them he said this line he says our hearts ache but we always have joy it strikes me because just like we talked about in the last podcast those those tensions god lets us hold tensions we we can have aching hearts we can be disappointed yet there is always always joy to be had following jesus with our lives Doesn't mean that we won't face heartache or disappointment, or that we won't have to fight through some of our hours or days or years. Yet, we are deeply loved, we are free from shame, and we are pursued by the Creator God who is intimately interested in our daily lives. This is cause for joy. If nothing else, if you can't find it in the spark of a child's smile or in the hug of a loved one or in the feeling of the ground underneath your feet or the smell of fresh laundry, you can find it in this. You are precious. You are loved. And your life has a purpose. You are not overlooked or unseen ever because of this God who loves you. You have permission to enjoy, embrace, and find rest in your today, in your right now. It's time for our weekly mini meditation. Of course, the meditation corresponds with each week's podcast, and it's something that you can take with you as you go. Here's how it works. I'm going to repeat it a couple of times With a little bit of space between the repetitions. It's just one phrase, and we're going to say it so that it can hopefully settle into you and become more true to you. Also, we're going to take just a minute, hopefully, to let you release the things that are stressing you and the tensions that you are holding and receive truth and comfort and grace. All right, without further ado, let's get started. Here is today's mini meditation. I can find joy in my present even when I have plans and dreams for my future. Now in this moment I know that each of us holds an ideal or a hope or a plan or a dream for tomorrow or for next year or maybe just for how we wish things would feel today. But I want to help us imagine holding these things with open hands before a God who loves us, who is completely trustworthy and intimately interested and involved in the workings of our life. And remember this mini meditation, this mantra that we can take with us. I can find joy in my present even when I have plans and dreams for my future. I can find joy. I will fight for joy. I will seek out joy. You can. You have permission.